Well, tonight on the podcast, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get into uh, a Supreme Court had made a decision uh, about maps being drawn in Louisiana. Now, the Republicans have the majority, you know, in the legislature, and they drew the maps. Now, the party that's in leadership always get to draw the maps, which I believe personally that is very corrupt. I believe the map should be drawn by a third party who's not with Republicans, who's not with Democrats. I think it should be done on a federal level to make sure that the Voting Rights Act and its provisions, um, you know, it goes correct as it should be. I don't believe the party in power should be drawing maps. If that's the case, well, it's like sports. If the the opposing team get to make all the rules, they're going to make the rules where it's easier for them to win. It doesn't make sense why that's allowed to go on. That's why they need certain amendments um, to the provisions of the Voting Rights Act. Now, continuing. So in the first map, Republicans had drew it where they only had one majority district for black people and five were, well, mostly white. Well, the Supreme court had honored a lower uh, court's ruling that said, no, you got to redraw the maps. You need to add more black districts. So the Supreme court by agreeing to that lower court's ruling, now they're going to have two majority districts to vote. Now they just did this with a map in Alabama where they said the same thing. Y'all got to go redraw those maps. You can't shut out black people voting like that in which that is a good thing. But when we are here, we're going to break down numbers because see the Louisiana Democrats are very, very excited about this. And I'm thinking, let me look into the conditions of black Americans in Louisiana. Because why are you so excited when I know before I start looking at these numbers that Louisiana, it ranks very low in the country on just about everything. And yet the Democrats are excited by this. They have a Democrat governor by the name of John bill Edwards. Why isn't he doing nothing for black folk? If by even executive order, why? But let's talk about the conditions of black Americans because Louisiana Democrats should not be excited by anything based off of what we about to get into here. So black Americans in Louisiana have the lowest life expectancy and the lowest median earnings of the four major racial groups and ethnic groups. They have the highest or they had the highest uh, COVID mortality rate accounting for 50% of the known COVID related deaths while representing only 32% of the state's population. Black men in Louisiana live two years less than black men in the country as a whole. They say the black infant mortality rate is more than twice the rate for white Louisianans. They say the racial disparities are the result of centuries of racism. They say a specific example is redlining in Shreveport, Louisiana. So what are the Democrats celebrating? This is before the fight of the maps, black people, black men in particular, they have a lower life expectancy in Louisiana than anywhere else in the country. Now, if you remember, there was a story a while back, I Louisiana calling it cancer alley. 
and they was by they had this neighborhood by a refinery and they were just releasing uh chemicals and all of that and anybody who stayed there they were guaranteed to get cancer this is what they were doing to black folks in louisiana where was the louisiana democrats trying to make that a federal case try to shut down those refineries trying to get the EPA on them. Where were Louisiana Democrats for those black people in Louisiana who's getting cancer? Where were they? See, they get excited because they know, and of course what I've read, and we'll get into that, that the majority of people who vote uh, for the Democrats, I'm talking about in our community, is they're going to vote for them. So yes, they get so excited when you get another district because they, the Democrats say, oh shoot, man, we got that in the bag. We good. Let's continue to talk about the condition of black folk in Louisiana. But the Democrats are celebrating this. They say the state population is roughly 62% white and 33% black. However, those numbers nearly flip behind bars where 34% of inmates are white and 64% of black, uh, black men constitute about 13% of the male population in that state but about 35% of those incarcerated. So if there are 64, that means a lot of black women are incarcerated in Louisiana. Also, where's your Democrat friends that's trying to stop mass incarceration? They're only 32% of the population, but yet you made 64% of your incarceration in prison, black people, men and women. See, y'all have to understand that's done by design because according to numbers and how it's supposed to be, it's supposed to be white people incarcerated at 64% because it's more of them and you have more people. They're going to commit more crime. How you have a less population, which reduces crime for that group over the overall, overall crime. But yet the group with the less number is represented more. Now the white supremacists are say, Oh, well they just commit more crimes. That's what it is. Oh, they're criminal. No, you're racist. And you set policies up for racism. You target poor people, which there's a lot of poor black people in Louisiana. They can't defend themselves. Race soldiers run amok in a place like that because black people don't have no way uh, financially to fight back. So this is how you lock a lot of black people up. Now it says that one in five black people born in 2001 is likely to be incarcerated in a lifetime compared to one in 10 as a Latin people and one in 29 white people say nationally black Americans are incarcerated in state prisons at nearly five times the rate of white Americans. Once again, white Americans is more of them than black people. It is only by design that black people are incarcerated like that. It's only by design. And when I, when I'm continuing to break down these numbers and I have some of you, when I mentioned at times about, you know, making sure you have uh, a work on, maybe you could retire out of the country. If you choose to visit different places, constantly get into black nations. You don't have to worry about being incarcerated like that. Some of you get upset and talk about why are you always talking about that? Why it is, why it is. Well, listen to the statistics. Listen to what happens to black Americans and the people that you go vote for the Democrat party is doing nothing, nothing about it. Not a freaking thing. They know 
how you being treated. Matter of fact, Democrats are incarcerating you too. It's not like, oh, we're just in the red states. Black people are, are, are targeted and the blue states. Hey, it's a sanctuary state for black people. See, they got sanctuary cities for people come across the border, but it's no sanctuary for the black man and woman of America. None, not even Democrat cities or Democrat states is a sanctuary for you. That's why I told you when it comes to black folk, the Democrats and Republicans both agree about keeping you down or pressing you, sabotaging you, etc. They both agree on that. That's why it's no difference really in a Democrat or a Republican. Now they say in Louisiana, 19% of black American citizens have their associate's degree or higher compared to 34% of white students. They said 29% of black American students are enrolled in post-secondary education, but only 24% complete their degrees. That means the majority don't go to college. That's why when they talk about, well, reparations should be education. Well, in a state like Louisiana, it wouldn't work because the majority isn't in college. So in 2019, the highest school graduation rate in Louisiana was 80.1%. White students graduated at a rate of 85.9% while black students graduated at a rate of 75.6%. It say Louisiana ranks 48th out of 50 states for education. So they have some of the lowest ranking education in the United States of America in Louisiana. Where's the Democrats talking about education? Where are they talking about mass incarceration? See, they're not talking about anything, but they're so excited about a district. Continue. Because we, 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 we got to do all this homework and talk about these, these statistics and what's happening to black Americans in Louisiana because I'm going so well with it. Now, black Americans in Louisiana experience health disparities in a number of areas, including overweight and obesity. Say black Americans are more likely to be overweight or obese than whites and Hispanics. They said COVID-19 mortality is a black Americans accounting for 50% of known COVID-19 related deaths in Louisiana while only representing 32% of the state's population. Diabetes, black Americans are more likely to die of diabetes and whites, kidney disease and HIV. Black Americans are twice as likely to die of kidney disease and HIV than whites. Heart disease, black Americans are at a higher risk for heart disease and whites. Asthma, black children have a 500% higher death rate from asthma than white children. Life expectancy, black Americans and other minority groups in New Orleans is they have lower life expectancy than the national average structural factors such as low socioeconomic status. It's say in limited insurance coverage contribute to these health disparities. Black folks don't have no money. And if you know anything about the medical industry, it is a business. It is not a, they call it the healthcare industry that you don't have no money. Let you have money or let you have money. Let you have a, a, a platinum insurance plan. that just great. Oh boy. These people are going to treat you wonderful. They, they going to give you the best medication. They'll give you everything. But if you come in there poor, don't have anything and you're black, you just getting stabilized and get your behind out of here. That's all you're going to get. You're not going to get the best treatment. That's the unfortunate thing about this country and what makes it very wicked. You only treat people based on their income. It's not right to sit up here and treat people bad because they don't have no money, especially black folk that come from Louisiana. And my people were enslaved in Louisiana on sugarcane plantations. So I, my family definitely have a lot of roots in Louisiana. These white folks in that state got all this, all this old slave money. They, they still circling around. They don't talk. They don't want to talk about it, but a lot of their money comes from slave money. A lot of it.
Let's continue. In 2021, the median income for black households in Louisiana was 36,139. It compares to $70,000 for Asian households and 48,000 for American Indian Alaskan native households. 58,413 for native Hawaiian and Pacific Island households and 45,914 for other races. Now in New Orleans, the median income for black households was even worse, was 30,292 in 2021. This compares to the 69,852 for white households, 55,616 for Asian households, and saying 38,487 for Hispanics. It said the average net worth of black families in Louisiana was 17,150 in 2021. That means that black people's worth in Louisiana is less than a brand new car. Vehicles that they put on the, on the lot has more value than the net worth of black families in Louisiana. But you Democrats are excited about a black district. You are shameful, shameful. Cause you do nothing about this. And listen, you know, all this, what I'm reading, you know it better than me. You don't care about black people's conditions. As long as they get their behind up for you and head to the pole, that's all you care about. I told you in many podcasts, they will fight for black folk all day. So you can have a district so you can go out there and keep voting to keep them in power. But when it comes to the application of helping black people or doing something for black people, they do nothing. Now check this out. Black folks in Louisiana is suffering, but people that just come across the border, they get, they spending millions on them. They making sure they have places to stay, paying their rent, making sure they have work permits so they can get a job. They doing all that for those people that just come across the border, didn't stand in a single line to vote. They don't have no districts to, to worry about. And the, the party that you vote for, the Democrats, give them everything and why you suffer in Louisiana. But let's continue. They say this compares to the 170,000 net worth for white families in Louisiana. Now let's continue. Black residents of Louisiana make up over 33% of the total population and 31% of voting age population. Now in 2022, is there a Republican lawmaker drew a congressional map for the state that included one black majority U.S. House of Representative district out of six black residents and say who mostly vote Democratic and said make up about one third of Louisiana's population. Now in Louisiana, there's a 39% of people are experiencing homelessness as of January 2020. And out of that population, uh, they were black. They say a higher percentage of people in shelters were black at 47% than were people experiencing homelessness in unsheltered locations at 27%. Black Americans have the highest rate of homelessness among the nation's racial and ethnic groups. 54 out of every 10,000 black people in the United States were homeless during the 2018 point in time count. Now I'm reading all this to say about the, the conditions of black Americans in Louisiana. And yet the Democrats, all they want you to do is sold to the polls, ski weed to the polls, right? That's what they want you to do. Black people is suffering in Louisiana. The Democrats have nothing to say about any of this. 
John Bill Edwards. He has nothing to say about any of this. He know about the mass incarceration of black folk, but he don't care. He don't care because he's there to maintain white supremacy. I told y'all, it don't matter if it's a D in front of their name or R in front of their name. They're both there to maintain white supremacy and white supremacy says you must be at the bottom. White supremacy says you must be sabotaged. See Louisiana is the place where they want all black Americans to be in those conditions. That's really the goal is the, what happens to black folks in Louisiana or what happened to black folks in Mississippi or what happened to black folks in, in Alabama. That's what they want for us. That's the status quo right there for America. You being successful, you do living good, driving good, open up businesses. That is not the status quo. And unfortunately, they got our, our brothers and sisters in a box because they keep going out voting for the same kind of people. Now you may say, okay, well, what about the other side in Louisiana? They don't like black people either. Yes, you're hundred percent right. I'm with you. There's a lot of Republicans that don't like black folk. No, they don't. So how do you change the landscape in a place like Louisiana? You got to kind of take some drastic measures to make some change. Sure. You can pull out the process over there, but you have to really start doing like economic boycotts, you know, start weaponizing your dollar a lot more um, in that state and start fighting more for, for rights that, that you need. Right. Um, that's the condition y'all in right now completely. But the Democrats, like I said, they happy with it. They, they, they'll keep them in power. They good. This is also why black folks need reparations is because in the form of cash payments, because when you have black folks homeless like this, black folks, you know, worth is $17,000. Are you serious? Black folks need cash payment reparations, but all your reparations is going to Ukraine. That's where it's going. All your reparations going to people that just come across the border. That's where it's going. The city of New York spent $1.2 billion. It's just the city of New York. Not even talking about the billions that your federal government is spending even all over the world. And it's sad that black folks in that condition, instead of giving all these billions of dollars to foreign countries, you should be giving that same amount of money to black folks in Louisiana so they can get themselves up, pull themselves up by their bootstraps, get, you know, uh, jobs, get places to stay. If they want to go to school, trade school, etc., they can do that. Now, also another point about Louisiana outside of the Democrat party and their failures to black people. Cause these people have failed black people in all over the, uh, the country. There are a lot of people moving to the South. If you have a, if you, of course I wouldn't say look for a job in Louisiana unless you like, no, if you got a remote job and you want to stay somewhere where the cost of living to be low food is who food is great. In Louisiana, Louisiana is some of the best food in, in the country. And you got a bag like that. Louisiana would be a good place for you to be. Actually, there are nice places in Louisiana that you actually can stay. You know, you don't have to stay in no bad area and you could really benefit off of a place like Louisiana too. You really can because a lot of black people are starting to move back to the South and you know, there's only certain places they going. you know, the Atlanta thing, everybody can't go to Atlanta. I mean, Atlanta's great. I love Atlanta, but some of the Pookie and Ray Ray have been going to Atlanta. That's the bad part. That is the bad part. So some of you upper mobility, black people, male and female, if you're going to go to 
Atlanta, go in the surrounding area of Atlanta because, like I said, Pookie and Ray Ray, they are ruining Atlanta. Pookie and Ray Ray from Chicago is came down to Atlanta from what all brothers and sisters are saying out there in Atlanta. Now, I love Atlanta. Atlanta is one of the cities in America that I love. I really like that city. There's a lot of black excellence in Atlanta. I, I love to see successful black people. It's like when I see successful black people, I, it's like I partake in that. Like I'm excited for you. I mean, I feel like it, it, it's part of me. Cause I don't have that kind of heart to be looking down on a brother or sister when they doing good. Only time I take issue with a person is when they got an attitude, like they better than other people. But if they don't have that kind of attitude, they just a good brother or sister, man, I'm happy to spend money with you. I will spend all my money with you just so I can put money in your pocket. I, like, I feel like I'm doing a, 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 a honor spending money with, with the community. Like they got this sister that I go to, um, to go get all my water for, for my household. You know, the sister say, Oh yeah, I own this. And I say, Oh man, I, I'm excited to go get water from that sister. You know what I'm saying? I went and filled up eight of my bottles today. That good alkaline water that sister got over there that you could fill up. Um, you know, so I think uh, she has, uh, out there in the Sugarland area, um, watershed. Um, you look that up. If you're in the Houston area, that is a black business over there. Um, and we need to support our businesses. We need to support them no matter where they at and be excited about spending money with black people. Just be very excited. She said, I got a membership, but you want to get one. Cause I see you coming in. I say, yeah, give me the membership too. I need that. Cause I want to be a member of everything that support the community. But the Democrat party, they don't care about us, man. They don't care about us. Like when Michael Jackson say they don't really care about us. That is the Democrat party. But I told you last night, the Democrat party feel like they own you like Calvin candy. They feel like they own you. So they don't have to do nothing for you. They doing stuff for everybody in your face. Let me tell you something else that you should feel angry about the LGBT community is, it has literally surpassed you and using all of the civil rights that you fought and died for and bled for and was mass incarcerated for they're benefiting off of every law that you fought for. They just waltz right in and benefiting. And now they, they are above you. And when it comes to talking about rights and everything else, they are above you. It's just that simple. Everybody is literally walking on our backs and using what our ancestors fought and died for. And the reason why a lot of it's happening, because one, you haven't been gatekeeping the culture. You haven't been gatekeeping to the point you calling these people out for trying to use what we have and what we fought for. Right. You know, we'll fight with each other in the diaspora, but the people that we need to be fighting about is these people that's coming from other groups and just walking on our back and getting ahead of us with the laws that we fought for and died for. Then you have people trying to undermine certain laws. Like even though I don't like affirmative action in certain ways because of how it benefits others more so in black people, but you got, you know, this Asian guy that's trying to undermine um, affirmative action because they wouldn't let him in a college. Why are you so entitled to think you can get in? Listen, black folks get rejected on colleges all the time and we have the grades. We don't sit up there. I'm suing because you didn't let me in. Man, like, man, let's go somewhere else. It, it, it is what it is. It, it's about the education. It's not about that particular college. 
But these people come over here and they become entitled and feel like, oh, you, you got to give me something. They don't fight for nothing. They didn't earn nothing. Let me tell you something. All these other groups that you see benefiting off of us, they haven't fought for nothing in this country. Show me the, 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 the movement of these people where they have fought and died in, in mass numbers for anything. They haven't. None of them. You won't even see them protest a bunch of things. They protest a few times. The police knock them aside the head. They're like, oh, that's the end of that. I'm not doing that one. And then the police knock them aside the head. Where's black people? Black people, we understand what you're talking about. Nah, 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 nah. Because we, no, 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 no. These people benefit and the Democrat Party allows them to on top of that. Matter of fact, they want to give them resources that belong to you. We as Democrats, you should feel shame of yourself because you get black people living horribly and you are doing nothing but getting excited about them voting you in and getting another congressional seat. That's all you care about. Once again, black America, the Democrat party can't stand our black behinds. All they want is power and they need you to get it. They never give up. Listen, I don't have no problem helping the Democrats, whatever they need. If they doing something for us, Democrats, if you're willing to help, if you're going to do something tangible for black America, I ain't safe for everybody. I don't care about everybody, black America. Then I have no problem voting for you. I have no problem promoting you, but I'm watching you time and time again, disrespect black Americans in particular today, black Americans in Louisiana who really need help. You act like you getting excited. The Supreme court is saying, Hey, they got to uh, give a certain amount of money to black people so you can get them out of this poverty. You, you are celebrating like the Supreme court came down and said, Hey, all these uh, nonviolent offenses that black people locked up on Louisiana is, you know, Oh no, you gotta let them out. You act like that. That's something to be excited about. You know, that's the thing. The Democrat party don't care about us. And when you look at the numbers of what's happening to black folk, you can't argue with it. Now, you, now of course, we're going to have those emotional black folk. Well, what do you think the Republicans going to do for us, Phil? <sighs> you, you sound, and I hate to keep using this word, you sound so remedial. When in the broadcast, I clearly said Democrats and Republicans don't care about black folk. Both of them. Both of them trying to maintain white supremacy. I said that. But the difference is you vote 80 plus percent for Democrats. You don't do that for the Republicans. So what I'm going to say to a group of people that you don't even vote for, what I'm going to say to them, I can't say much. I can only talk to the people that you vote for, or let me say it another way. I can only talk to the people that you spending money with. If you spending money with the Democrats and don't spend a dime with the Republicans, what I'm, what I'm going to tell them, they're like, well, you don't spend money with me. So I don't care what you got going on, but all your money being spent with the, the Democrats and you, and you get nothing out of the deal. That's like going to freaking McDonald's, spending money and not getting no food. That's what y'all go do with your vote. You go spend money and get nothing. Voting is supposed to be an exchange. I give you my vote. You give me a resource that my community needs. I give you my vote. You help us with certain ordinances that the black community need. I give you my vote. You get us out of uh, jail with definitely nonviolent offenses. Cause my opinion Nobody need to be in jail for nonviolent offenses. No, uh-uh, no. If anything, if you're going to do them something, worst case scenario, we'll put them on house arrest. How about that? 
it jail shall only be for uh, uh, terrorists, murderers, and all them kind of violent sickos. It shouldn't be for nonviolent offenses. No, give them a fine. Do do whatever. Like I say, I, I believe in just do the house arrest thing for nonviolent offenses. That's what I believe. Okay, you got so much so much time in house arrest, and you're behind. That stay at the house. Why not? It would actually save taxpayer dollars, but we know that the prison system is a, is a, is a business. It's an industry and it's a bunch of slave labor and you can't have nonviolent people just on house arrest because you're taken away from the slave labor. Don't get me started on that. But the Democrats, like I said, they won't do nothing, but they, once again, I'm gonna keep saying it. They only want you to vote, vote. They don't care about reparations. They don't care about any qualified immunity because they, they actually like the race soldiers. Believe it or not, they like them because they want them to keep you oppressed. They, they like them, trust me. That's why they didn't fight for you. That's why they blamed Joe Manchin for everything. Oh, how convenient. You get a majority and Joe Manchin is the one that's destroying all the progress, please. You, you were talking behind the scenes and you say, look, Joe, I know you don't agree, but we're going to blame you because we don't really want black people to be having a, a way to rein in the police that, that they, they getting too uppity. They get a little too uppity. So that's so Joe, we gonna we just going to say it's you. So just, you know, just deal with it, fight against it, but we're going to blame you. All right. And he like, yeah, okay. I don't care. It's whatever. It's no problem. I, I, I'll be the scapegoat. I don't care about none of them people. I don't care about black people. I, I'm, I come from West Virginia. It's hardly any black people. Oh boy. He ain't lying. West Virginia, ooh, if y'all, if, you know, some of y'all that think white folks really got money like that, go to West Virginia. Go over there to West Virginia and just see what you see. Oh, Lord. My Lord. But anyway, the Democrats don't care about black people, and it's just that simple. And I don't care what you shield say. Prove to me that they care about black people. But prove to me with the numbers that they care because don't tell me about no bills. No, show me how black people's economic condition, how their social economic status has changed, how their homeless rate have went down, how their health uh, conditions have gotten better, how, how uh, uh, black women uh, rates of dying during childbirth going down. Show me that sort of thing of things that you have done to protect black people. And you can't show me that. And you know it. But ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the podcast. Some of you are new that just coming by. Thank you very much for joining us. We do our podcast uh, nightly, except on uh, certain nights that I'm working on other content. But for the most part, we do this podcast about five to six days a week. So make sure you subscribe. Uh, you don't have to be a ghost watcher. Thank you, everyone who, are, who do donate. Uh, to the uh, platform as well. I do, you know, see when those come in. And uh, so I greatly appreciate you uh, making that a blessing uh, for this platform, but appreciate you. And we'll see you on the next one.